Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is brought to you by Genesis House and the Friends in Recovery community, a thriving network of individuals who are fighting back against the stigma of addiction and recovery. Join your hosts, Mike the Podfather and Jersey Ed, as they break the silence and speak up about the real issues of addiction, treatment, and recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery. Welcome to friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. I am the podfather, Mike Miles. I'm Jersey Ed. And we have a guest today. We have Megan Kenny with us. Well, what's up, everybody? A guest host. A guest, guest host. host. Yeah. Excuse me. Let's take, let's take yes. it back a little bit. Moving on host. up in the world. <laughs> Moving right. on up. <laughs> How are you today, Megan? I'm wonderful. How are you guys? I'm what's going on with you? Wonderful, wonderful. Smoking cigars and living the dream. I see uh, it. I see that. Yeah. How, how do you deal with the cigar smoke? <laughs> I've gotten initiated in, so <laughs> you we're did, good. You did. I'm about to join you guys. I just have to practice off the air. So I <laughs> yeah, throw up. No yeah. one sees it. You don't want your first one to be on air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> Sit in your car smoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Should come in chain smoking cigars next time. <laughs> I'll just have one permanently stuck to my mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Ed, you got some business for us. I do. Wow. You're right on top of things here, Podfather. Thank you. All right. All right. I like the new Podfather. <laughs> the new Podfather. <laughs> well, we, of course, we want to thank Genesis House. Um, and you, I shouldn't read this, you said. <laughs> um, of course, we want to thank Genesis House and Taylor and everybody down at uh, down in Florida for um, uh, having us uh, do this podcast and providing this wonderful setting at Sweet Studio. Sweet Studio. Um, in, additions to, in additions to the Friends in Recovery podcast, we hold Friends in Recovery um, community events around the country. Um, there's one, a few of them around the country. There's one in Voorhees, New Jersey. Palm Springs, Florida, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, Lowell, Massachusetts, Newtown, Connecticut. Um, so they're all going on now as we speak. Well, I don't know if they're going on now, but right now, right now, this very <laughs> second <laughs> Friends in Recovery happens all at you once. You missed it. You missed That's it. Right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but um, but if you ch- check uh, our Facebook page, Friends in Recovery Podcast. Um, uh, it, it'll all be on there. If you go to Genesis House pa- uh, page two or Genesis House website, or email us, and we'll We'll, we'll direct it the right What's way. What's that email? Uh, you're going to make me do it, aren't I you? I am, yes. What is it? What do you got? Help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. Oh, man. That's not too bad. You can handle that. That wasn't bad, right? That's right. And, of course, we're powered by... What, don't sit there and laugh, Megan, because you're going to be... <laughs> I'll, you're I'll, gonna I'll co-host. You're going to be reading all this shit. <laughs> that's the qualification. We're, if you we're can running read, it down a line. If you can read, you can be on this show. That's right. That's right. And I'm pretty sure you can read. I think so. I don't know that I've made it this far without, without that skill, but, you know, you never know. That's right. Well, so, Ed did. I did. I did. Look at I can even write stuff wow. too sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. See that? You can't read it, but I could. Well, I was gonna say that looks like Bobby Kenny's handwriting, so I don't know. I'm familiar with that. <laughs> I took a lesson. I took his uh, crash course in writing. <laughs> Bobby Kennedy writing uh, lesson. So, anyways, um, we're powered by. Um, what are we powered by? Likes and shares, I Thanks. believe. Thanks. We see. I, 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 I don't. Re- likes and shares and yeah. uh, subscribes. subscribes. Yeah. And make sure you share these podcasts because it gets gets the word out and it, it gets you know. Gets people knowledge and, and gets them going. Gets them going. Gets, gets them know about going. recovery and give us five stars. Yeah, All five, five of stars. Those. Yes, and leave a little note for us. 
Right. Yes, yeah. tell tell us something about what you like. Oh, I don't like. Or, or don't, don't like. like. No, 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 keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't want to hear. There's other podcasts out yeah, there for that. Keep, <laughs> you know, if you don't like it, just keep it moving. Yeah. you know what yeah, I mean. Exactly. <laughs> no negative shit in this podcast. All right. And so. you know what? Tell a friend, you guys. If that's you're listening right. to yeah. the show, tell, tell one friend. That's it. That's all Amen. We ask. Yeah. Amen. And and that's it. Yeah. yeah. So the show's over. That's it. You just maybe 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 we'll send you a t-shirt or a mug because we have a few left. We do. And if you request. That yeah. at help at friendsrecoverypodcast.com. Send me an email mm-hmm. and um, I will make sure our shipping department gets that all out. <laughs> right, right. You get Jeff Bezos. They work late. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> they work guys. That's right. <laughs> and we yeah, have, we'll uh, be on Amazon soon, all our friends and recovery podcast stuff. <laughs> and we go all the way up to double X. And after that, you're on your own. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> you can get so, so, our podcast pick of the week, Jersey Ed's podcast pick of the week. Um, I didn't do too much research on this because uh, I. Um, I thought I had the podcast pick of the week this week. <laughs> so in between shows, I was listening to it. So I have to be honest with you. I really haven't listened to this one, but I thought it was pretty interesting. Some of the, they were shorter, shorter little clips on, on their 10 to 20 to 30 minutes, but it's called um, Mindful, Mindful Recovery. Robert Cox is the host. Um, it's a podcast devoted to helping individuals who are suffering with trauma and addiction recovery, which nice. I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm going to be listening to that in the future because uh, not that I have any trauma in my. Well, I was married three times, so there is some trauma go. in my life. But <laughs> or, you, or, or you left some behind. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I left plenty Somebody's behind. Somebody's got some trauma. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to listen to that because it really does sound like a, a pretty interesting podcast. I like those small doses too. Ten to fifteen minutes, know, twelve minutes. I know. That's I know. Interesting. Yeah, it's it, it's good. Like when I'm sitting in Starbucks in the morning and I have to come up with all this stuff so, mm-hmm. so I can listen to it real quick unlike some other shows that are an hour and 12 minutes long uh, i'm not gonna say what which one but <laughs> are you talking about me i am i'm talking about the dic- dictionary yes it's so hard though i feel I like the goal is always okay little snippets we'll do a uh, 20 minute you know here's how you nope. get through blah 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 I and then know. it's like an hour and a half later it's like i know you I have know. a lot of energy Megan. that's <laughs> what it is so <laughs> your last your last podcast you said you were going to be 30 minutes or 40 minutes uh, yeah exactly you, that's you what were i'm thinking an hour of. and 12 minutes just to let you know <laughs> I know. I know. I already know it. I couldn't shut up. <laughs> you have a wealth of knowledge. You are. You are. No, you have a wonderful podcast. She does the addiction. Do. I listened podcast. to it last night. Did you? Very yeah. good. Very, yeah. very Excellent informative. Podcast. Very entertaining. Yeah, and that's why we asked it back on the show because you you add a lot to our, our show, and right. I think you add another dimension to this. And we appreciate you coming back on and being Absolutely. a co-host. And hopefully, we'll see you more in the future. Absolutely, dimensionality. Good. That's where it's at. That's it. That's it. And Absolutely. what you guys are doing is awesome. And anything to be a part of, sort of moving the message forward. Great. Of course. Great. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So, um, what was the topic you guys came up with today? Well, we were talking uh, before the show started, and we talked about training the trainer, which is a, uh, you know, a, uh, a formality people use to help people to spread the word for whatever, you know, you, whatever you're choosing to teach somebody you know whether it's going to be about addiction or you're going to teach them about uh, meditation or you're going to teach them about anger management but who trains the trainers you know so we discussed um go ahead megan yeah megan you brought this topic up well yeah because this sort of resonated with me just given we talked a little bit about astrology earlier but some of the workshops that i've done the one with gabor mate who i've talked about before had that workshop it was called healing the wounded healer mm-hmm. and i think that's just really powerful we hear that in the field of psychology and therapy and counseling all the time of the wounded healer and what that actually mm-hmm. means right mm-hmm. we did have somebody on our show who was a wounded healer if you scroll back a couple mm-hmm. episodes you can listen to it. he was a great guest too mm-hmm. he really was and he was very open and honest about things 
Um, but there are some people out there that I guess go into this and uh, for the right reasons, and sometimes they relapse or they 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 mm-hmm. do things. You know, maybe maybe they got into it and they were using. I, I don't know. I mean, you have we ha- you know this this is a very burnout business. Um, I was just talking to somebody the other day. It's like. Uh, he said, well, I'm working these hours, this, blah, 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 counseling at night, weekends. And I'm, I'm listening to him. I'm like, I'm getting burnt out listening to you. you know. And you've been doing this for doing 30 years now. So it's, well, I think com- compassion fatigue is, yeah. is probably a number one offender. You know yeah. what I mean? We're all just human beings. And That's so you sweet, sit by the a, way. Yes. Yeah. For <laughs> hey, those sweets. of you that aren't watching, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, if you're listening. But, uh, you know, that compassion fatigue of sitting in a room with people on their darkest days, listening to their darkest stuff. And, you know, I mean, we all have compassion, Absolutely. but eventually – you know, you get kind of seasoned to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I go through it at my job and then I come home and my family's going through struggle and I have that blank face, you know, mm-hmm. like they're telling me about what's going on. I just don't have anything left. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm yeah empty, we were just talking know? about and, all this, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's really, you know, I see that as a burnout. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, yeah. you know, you, we all have to be replenished. It's like the empath, you know what I mean? Like they, they get empty during the day and mm-hmm. they got to be refilled again mm-hmm. yeah. or they get full and they have to get empty, whatever yeah. it is. But you know that that compassion fatigue is something that's extremely common yeah yeah i think er- eric on our last show was talking about that drop in the bucket yeah that goes for our business too of not, not just uh if corrections or first responders you keep get, getting that drop in the bucket it's going to mm-hmm. fill up you got to figure out how to empty it before it overflows of course one line i love to use too and i i this sort of comes up in my meditation practice but it's hard in your heart with compassion. Mm-hmm. And it's it sounds really counterintuitive because you think compassion is to sort of give yourself mm-hmm. to the pain of someone else. Really, that's empathy. Mm-hmm. Compassion is where you have those clear boundaries where you know sort of what's your shit and what's theirs. And you're able to sort of hold the space in a really centered way without absorbing that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. being there to hold the space for somebody without right. owning that pain. Right. And I think... That is a skill that takes a long time, if if at all, that we ever learn. What I find in my practice is I can have, I've been seeing people for 20 years in private practice, and there are certain clients I really look forward to seeing, uh, biweekly or whatever the case may be, but there are certain clients that I have a real difficult time spending an hour with. Mm-hmm. And what I find when I try to, I speak to my, my person, my therapist about it, and um, what she said was, you know, you can only have so much, to give you can only you know even as a professional i mean i want to give people their money's worth but sometimes it, you can just get overloaded and you got to know when to say when mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time saying when yep. and you know i really i, I want to learn to say when I'm, I'm 65 i don't have a lot of time left here you know i'm trying to juggle the balls and keep things going but yeah. there were some days i look at my schedule and go oh jesus you know it, i've already started off on a bad foot mm-hmm. you know right mm-hmm. so yeah well i mean how many in this room by raise the hand well uh, here whatever but uh took a vacation here i did only because i diligently knew that i needed to start creating a really um uh tangible self-care plan but so one out of four yeah one out of four and that's a rarity for me Uh yeah yeah i I took a couple days in between christmas and new year's but in our business that slows down normally anyways so my 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 thinking of that is okay so all right slows down i can take a break but what about in the thick of things when things are happening when i really do need that break it, right, it take right. get away from and then when i do if i do take a vacation my fucking phone's on all the time i'm answering mm-hmm. it anyway so i'm really not stepping away from it i'm just i'm just in another state or another you know on, on a ski lift or whatever that's answering the phone so i don't even know how how much of a 
a, a break that really is, you know? Yeah, I don't think point. I've taken one of those vacations, the one where my phone is off. No, I, I don't Even think, down in Mexico I don't think with my kids, was, my phone was on. Same here. Yeah, I don't think I could. I mean, I know you guys and Megan were just getting to know you, but I don't know if, if anybody in the room could completely mm-hmm. shut off. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. I, was in, I was in Ireland. I was in a, a place called uh, Corner Pass. It's, a, it's a, a huge glacier like a mountain. And <laughs> I'm answering text, you know, and like one of the guys I was with said, hey, listen, put that away. Uh, you know, we, we ju- we're just not going to do this. This is crazy. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're pull- we're pulling over so you can answer text. We're here to enjoy this mm-hmm. place, you know. And it was good advice. I was a little pissed at first. I was a little pissy about it. But then I realized what he was saying. And you know what? He was right. Sometimes you, we have to listen. We have to listen to other people that are... We surround ourselves with, you know, people that we care about that mm-hmm. are watching out for us. You know? Yeah, but here I'm going to co-sign everybody's bullshit in this room. So mm-hmm. when you stay away from your phone, you stay away from your emails, it's double the work when you get back. Yeah. Um, you know, or, or or the other thing, it plays on your head that, okay, well, maybe I didn't, that person called me and I didn't <laughs> help them, you know, yeah, and right. may, he or she's not going to get the, the treatment that they deserve. Right. Right. You know what? But we're no good if, if we're not, if we're if we're a wounded war, a wounded uh, uh, helper, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. It just doesn't work. So we have to. We do have to take care of ourselves. So, so. hard. But it how is. do we do it though? I mean, we talk about self care right. until we're blue in the face, and yet we nobody do? does it. <laughs> right. Well, for so me, true. if I go to a meeting and, and I sit by myself and, and not acknowledge anybody that's waving and nodding, good. <laughs> but I get an hour of solitude, and and I always always leave there feeling like I just got pumped up with adrenaline. I always leave my meeting on a Sunday night like a million bucks, you know. So I can get that, and I I mean it's a small snippet, but that I can get it that way. I get it by um, every Sunday I'll do a long run anywhere between seven to ten miles and I'll put my phone on um, airplane mode mm-hmm. yeah and that's because that's my time but it's only an hour hour and a half but it's still my time I, I, I just focus on the run I focus on nature I focus on everything that's there I focus on my breath I but then it's done in an hour and it's mm-hmm. like shit man I wish I could do it all day but, you, yeah. but I, don't, I don't I don't believe I can I mean I, I you know I don't know so I use the gym yeah, yeah. I, I go to the gym and I tell my, my headphones. My headphones are on, mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, I look try to look as unapproachable as I can yeah. so people don't talk to me, <laughs> and uh, I, I fight my way through you know an hour or two Wear hours. Wear spandex pants. Yeah, exactly. My, my <laughs> onesie belly shirt. Yeah, my onesie. <laughs> yeah. My my singlet. You know, <laughs> you guys don't do that. <laughs> That's how you look unapproachable. Uh, yeah, a really mean face with a singlet. Yeah. Yeah. Walk around. Nobody, nobody will talk to you. With a little sign, home of the whopper. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen you there. Yeah. Where's the beef? Exactly. <laughs> but it's funny you say singlet. that because I'll put those those ear pot. What are they called? Earbuds. Earbuds. Earbuds yeah. I'll put them on an airplane, and the motherfuckers sitting next to me, they don't give a shit. No. They don't care if you have fucking spikes oh, sticking out of yours. Nobody. They talk, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I, I have yeah. earphones on. I'm supposed to break pretend yeah. I don't hear you. <laughs> you know, like, And then you sit there, because the, the person I am, oh, yeah, hey, how's I it know. going? Oh, hold, let me take it out. Let me disturb my whole world yeah. because you want to ask me because you like my fucking shirt, which is nice and good, but sure. you know, it's my time sometimes. I'll be a hostage. Sure, let's <laughs> do this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you need a friend. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> how about you? How about you, Megan? How do you shut I, down? You, you know what? Nature is a is a big um, is a big thing for me. So I'll usually try to find, and I'm still in search of it right now. I I, I want to find somewhere close where there's a mountain that I can go to and sit 
and see beyond myself. Mm -hmm. And usually I try to find that. Um, and I also try to really structure in days off. So even if I have a week where I know there's no end in sight for seven days, I know on the eighth day I have nothing to do if I choose. Right. Now, that doesn't mean the anxiety has gone because like you guys are oh. saying, the phone's on. I'm checking it to see what emails I missed and then what's so urgent that I need to respond to immediately. Mm -hmm. But I do try to have that on the horizon of like, okay, three more days and I'm going to be good. And mm -hmm. then I try to get like a Saturday or Sunday where I sleep in and there's no alarm and there's no one calling me first right. thing in the morning. Uh, that's tough, man. Just to just, you know, I'll sit in my house sometimes for like, uh, like a half a day. I'll come home early or something. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I could be out. My mind will be running. I could be out seeing this one. I can talk to that one. I can, you know, let them know about this, you know, right. about our, our program. Right. And it, I, I don't know how to turn that off. Right. That's right. the worst feeling in the world. And, and uh, you know, it, it, it can lead to burnout you know mm -hmm. but but also we you know we go to meetings we we sit here i, I do enjoy coming here and doing these podcasts this Same. is this is agreed yeah this is very therapeutic to me um even though we're talking about treatment we're talking about whatever it is um it, it's it, it does something coming here um and just knowing that these these two days that we record everything is just a, a it kind of just kind of takes me away um knowing those days are coming up so mm -hmm. you, know. you know who's really good at shutting things off only i only know because he goes on four vacations a year is oh, jeff sizel uh, jeff you know? sizel yeah jeff is he, he on one right now <laughs> no he was here yesterday <laughs> but jeff will say i i you know I didn't get back to you. I was in China. I was in Australia. You know, I was in England. I was in uh, Israel. I, it's amazing. The guy is all over the world. And it seems like he goes at least four times a year yeah. because it, it, to me, it's just mind-boggling. I don't know how he does it, but he does. Yeah. And, and he's always... I saw him yesterday. I haven't seen him in months. He looks like he's younger now than he was 10 years ago. I know. I mean, I know. He's got a million bucks. Jeff, is, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff has... He definitely... He has it all together on the outside, no doubt about it. I'm not sure about the inside; it's on him, but uh, but he does. He does. He does, and he juggles a lot of hats. He does. He does a lot of work. He 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 has a. He works enough for three people. He does. He does. It's it's crazy. So well, it's actually it's one of the things you know. You talked about training the trainer. When I do intervention trainings, one of the first things we talk about is, are you right for this job? Mm -hmm. You know, like, are Great you? Question. You might care. Good you huh? might be qualified. You might be capable, but. Can you can you do your job without hurting other people? You mm -hmm. know, can you do your job without taking too much on? Do you have what it takes to be kind of in the mess? Can you put on an emotional hazmat suit and get in it with them? Get out, take off the suit, and then go be with your family. Mm -hmm. You know, can you turn it off? Can you turn your phone off? Can you can you do those things? And I ask all those questions, and thank God I do these trainings because I'm constantly reminded what I need to mm -hmm. focus on, mm -hmm. right. and that I have to do the very same thing that nobody's telling me to do. Like yeah. I have to. I have to step in and make sure that, you know, I take time. Before uh, I had a business partner, uh, I worked every day of the week. I, I didn't know, you know. And then he came in. He's like, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you need to take weekends off yeah. at least. And I'm like, yeah. all right, fine. Yeah. And I took weekends off and my whole life changed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and then it's like, and you got to go home at night. Change yeah. your hours. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, uh, people need me at night. And he's like, no, just, you got to take that time. And I'm, yeah. I'm really grateful for that. And speaking of my partner, he's in the Bahamas right now. So, right. Oh, nice. you know, he can turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's good, one of those. Good for him, we know. I think, he can turn it off. I think the other thing, too, is I think a lot of people that get into this field, <laughs> and I'm thinking of graduate school psychology which is what I'm in right now specifically and I can't really speak to the other professions but maybe you guys can I feel like we're drawn to this field because we know the pain of the people that we want to work with right do we know the shit that is going to get stirred up when we start delving into this work when we think we're in a good enough place to do it no mm -hmm. and I don't think anyone's ever prepared for that and I think for me personally that's where I've seen people really get into some hot water mm -hmm. uh, yeah I mean we have to be healthy to help the unhealthy 
Right. And if we're not in that, that healthy position, how right. can we help someone? Well, don't we know? teach don't we teach families that? Mm-hmm. Don't we teach families that you're no good if you're sick with them? Yeah. We yeah. teach them that you know you have to step back and be okay and put mm-hmm. your oxygen mask on mm-hmm. first. Yeah. And, you know we tell them all that and yeah. we teach them that and then turn around and we're not doing it for ourselves. Exactly. You know, exactly. It's, it's bad. But, I, but I think we kind of couch it as okay, well they're not my family. Um, I'm right. here just to help them. I'm not in their shit. Right. I'm not you know I'm not constantly around it and I can walk away right. from it if they say yes or no or whatever the case may be. Um, but we are in in their shit. We get involved in them. We you know uh, I'm working with a woman now who who's de- who desperately wants treatment, but she keeps saying no. Right. And she ended up in the hospital with some some problems with her throat. And now I can't I don't hear from her now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like, you know, it, it bothers me. You know, it bothers me that I can't get a hold of her, sure. um, you know, but but that's not my shit. That's hers. Right. And the the, the olive branch is extended. The, the information is there. All she has to do is say yes. Mm-hmm. Well, part of it is the, the <clears throat> professionalism of it. Like, you know, when you know you've done everything you can, you've done your job right, you've offered everything you have available, you don't chase. Mm hmm. You know, you don't get emotionally caught up in chasing to make sure that's they right. get well. Yep. To, that's right. You know, because that's what we tell families not. Don't right. chase. And yep. then here we are. We're like, no, where are you? Are you <laughs> yeah, going yeah. to treatment? Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, it, as a as a professional, it's that professionalism that you right. bring to the table. Right. It's like, I'm here for you right. if you want me. Yes. You know, not I'm going to make you get well or you're going to get well because of me. And, and I'm not working harder than you either. Yeah. Correct. That yeah. I had oh, to yeah. learn. That's a great point. Yeah. You yeah. should never be that's working harder than your point. clients. You that, that I draw my the line at. I will not work harder than the client. I'll, I'll give my 100 my 100%, but I will not work harder than the client. Listen, we're going to take a quick break here and when we get back. Maybe we'll come up with some solutions to what we were just talking about. Friends of Recovery, recovery Podcast. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. At Genesis House, they focus on treating the underlying causes of addiction. Their comprehensive approach includes psychiatric care, individual and small group therapy, trauma healing techniques, and holistic care including yoga, massage, and animal-assisted therapy. After treatment, their clients enjoy the lifelong support of a nationwide network of Genesis House alumni. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Friends of Recovery Podcast. I am the Podfather, Mike Miles. Jersey Ed. And uh, what do I want to call myself? I was just going to say Miss Meg because that's how everyone knows me. Right? There it is. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Miss Meg. I like Miss Meg. Meg. <laughs> On Massachusetts, Meg. There you go. And that you works. You can teach Ed to say Massachusetts. <laughs> Ed, Ed, say Massachusetts. Fuck the Red Sox. <laughs> oh, is that right? Is that, is that how you say it? Oh, you're gonna Who lose this guy in? You're gonna listen. You're gonna lose some listeners. Unreal. Yeah. I'm isolating myself. <laughs> um, I love the way he says Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Ed just got himself kicked off the show. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Ed's hey, gone. Hey everybody, welcome. This is Megan and Podfather at the Friends in Recovery show. <laughs> Massachusetts, Megan. Massachusetts. Love yes. There you go. Miss Megan, how you doing? Ms. How's it good? We're, we're back from the break. Yeah, that's right. A well needed, a well needed toilet break. We were talking about the wolf. <laughs> Megan was talking about the wolf moon, the full moon, the uh, bay moon, bay rum. Megan, <laughs> well, you, you well were, I think we were just going to come on some solutions for some of this stuff we were just talking right, about. Right, but we were talking about astrology, and I'm just wondering if 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 that is a solution to some of the uh, burnout. Is that something you do to 
relieve some of your stress or tension? Do you, do you, do you follow, um, you know, I do. the, um, I do. I, I, I do. And I, I, I really, I, it ties into my philosophy of psychology, which is Jungian psychology. If people want to look that up, it's, it's pretty trippy. Um, but I mean, when you think about all of us as just being a capsule of energy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and that's really all it is. Um, and, and if we see it that way, we also see how we interact with the planets and how the planets affect us. So yeah, I, it, it's very, it's a very big spiritual part of my recovery mm-hmm. to follow that type of stuff and wow. to understand sort of like what, what I need to work on when I see things reflected mm-hmm. out there. Right. Well, spirituality and spiritual part of recovery, that is a good solution to some of these um, issues that we were just talking about. You know, if you don't have some spirituality in your life, uh, first of all, your recovery goes to shit and then yep. your life goes to shit. And um, I'm, I'm guessing everybody has a little bit different twist on spirituality or, or what they do, what, how they kind of perceive it. And that's one way of seeing it. Um, spirituality is we did a whole show on that we so did scroll back spirit so spirituality right. versus uh, religion, religion. Mm. Yeah. that was a very good show actually I but heard a stat the other night on, on WGBH channel 2 and the, the, the scientist uh, medical doctor was basically saying we have 8 billion with a B um, neutrons and electrodes and everything in our brain 8 billion and and just breaking down the way we we process everything and, and I mean we have computers, and we all know what they can do and everything, but it's just amazing. Um, they break a lot, too. When you, when you, when you just <laughs> said about being a capsule of energy, um, yeah. It, it, it's really, um, I mean, you can break it down to that very simple, uh, you know, uh, I, I have a visual of that. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's good. I like that. Well, yeah. I think as human beings, we just overcomplicate things, too, because mm-hmm. we have the ego that gets us into trouble. So mm-hmm. I think if we can find ways to let the ego surrender, which is like, when I talk about my meditation, that that's how I describe it. It allows the ego to surrender. Right. Yeah, but that capsule of energy has to recharge itself also. Yeah. We, we just can't keep going. That yeah, energy absolutely. eventually runs out. I mean, you know, the power plant down the street it doesn't go automatically. We have to feed it fuel. We have to give it solar energy. We have to give it all that. Same thing with our energy. We have to feed it somehow and rest it and, and nurture it. And uh, if if we keep going and doing what, what we were all just talking about nonstop, um, we, we, we don't know how to, I mean, then we can't refuel it. So some of those refueling um, uh, solutions would be just resting, like even just just taking a mental health day sometimes, yes. you know, and, and uh, you know, or, or that run, like I said, I was, I, I run and I get away for an hour, you know, and right. it's it just, you know, stuff, stuff like that. So a um, 20 minute nap can rejuvenate me to a, a point where I can't even believe how good I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel better then than when I woke up mm-hmm. in the morning. Nappuccino. Nappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love I like it. Let us know what a nappuccino is there, sweet. So a nappuccino <laughs> is that uh, your body, if you do more than a 20 minute nap, uh, your body thinks it's going to sleep. And so as long as you nap less than 20 minutes, you can get refreshed. It's like a little refresh period. Mm -hmm. Uh, Caffeine, when you drink caffeine, it takes about 20 minutes for it to take effect. And so you can combine those two facts. And what you do is if you're going to take a 20-minute nap, you can take a shot of espresso or something like that right before you go out. And then not only do you feel refreshed when you wake up, but you also have the effect of the caffeine when you wake up. So it's a, called a nappuccino. And it does work. It's it really real does work. It's a real yes. thing. And I, enjoy. I, I usually <laughs> get it at Starbucks every uh, afternoon. So. Sometimes I have a Napa pizza. <laughs> Napa pizza. <laughs> that, one, that one has a different effect. Same, same basic idea. Yeah. How about a Napa Gen of Ben and Jerry's? <laughs> I feel like pizza takes about 20 minutes to kick yeah. in, too. Yeah. But it's just another nap. But then different I'm, effect. Then I'm moving real slow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, ben and, Doughy J- slow. ben and Jerry's at 3 o'clock in the 
the morning, does that do anything for uh, a body? That also has an effect. <laughs> yes, yes it does. very much so. <laughs> and, I, and then you wake up in the, uh, in, in the hotel room with the Ben and Jerry's container next to you, and there's chocolate <laughs> all over the bed, the spoon stuck to you, well, not to my hair, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> st- stuck to my head. So. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's, bad. it's a bad scene. I think, I think another thing, too, and I'm sure a lot of people can identify with this, but music for me is mm. very powerful. Yes. Yes. All different kinds. And I think that's the coolest part when I put a playlist together is because it can literally span from EDM house to country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so it's really eclectic. And depending on the frequency of the music and what sure. mood I'm in, mm-hmm. I can literally turn an entire mood around just yeah. by the right yeah. playlist. And I also have fun. My friends make fun of me of this. And if you guys follow me on social media, you will see this. It's a, You're welcome. <laughs> I take videos of myself dancing in my kitchen and I mm-hmm. post them oh on Instagram for fun. And I remember when I went to this conference about the amino acid um, supplements, and they said, they put the music on, and they asked everyone in the room to start dancing. And they said, look around. Whoever's uncomfortable dancing are the ones that are serotonin deficient. Mm. And then we talked about what the 5-HTP does, which boosts the serotonin in the brain. And then I followed that plan, and it was like, I can dance and then put a video up and show people and not be embarrassed. Like nice. my serotonin's firing. We're good. We're good, guys. They would shut down my my. Uh Video, what, what do they call it? Social media account. If I right. ever did that, you don't even have one. What do you mean? <laughs> and I already shut it down. Yeah. Exactly. See, the only problem is I dance like Pigpen, and you, I, have, you, know. to, you have to figure out how to download an app. First. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think I need more than serotonin. I might need some dance lessons. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing too is here is the cigars, Mike. When you and I, you and I, Podfather, when we meet. Um, and you and I, sweets in, in the past, we'd always meet at a cigar lounge or cigar mm-hmm. bar and yeah. just sit there and kick the shit, man. Yeah, and, yeah cigar is an event. It, it's it anything is. that takes you out. I mean, I actually looked at, um, you know, before I quit cigarettes, uh, you know, I, I say that now I'm vaping and smoking cigars, <laughs> but back when I quit cigarettes, um, you know, there was there was this gap. And the, the gap that cigarettes filled was that it would take me out of at the end of every meeting, I would schedule enough time to run downstairs and have a cigarette. And so it was I would I would get out of whatever I was doing mm-hmm. for a few minutes mm-hmm. and it was almost meditative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would I would separate myself from everything that was happening and then I would be breathing. Mm-hmm. Heavy yeah. breathing, like yeah. I would, I would actually be concentrating on my breathing because right. I'm smoking. Yeah. And so it was like this meditative thing that was plucked out of my life. And so I had to find another thing to replace it with because then I started doing back-to-back meetings. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't need to take a cigarette uh, break. Yeah, yeah. And so I lost that. And I had to make sure that I filled it again right. and that I did take that step mm-hmm. out or I did take breaks in between my meetings. Yeah. And that, that was actually hard for me to refill mm-hmm. uh, and recognize. But it was, it was interesting that cigarettes you know, were killing me, and that's why I quit mm-hmm. them. Yep. Uh, but they also they represented a good little meditative break that I would take. Sure. Yeah. And Absolutely. that's why I like cigars because they're not – you can't do a quick cigar. No, you, you can't. know what I mean? No. Like it's an event. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, it is. It's an hour. You're going to do it. You're going to smell bad. Then you're going to yeah. go get clean. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to be around you. <laughs> you know, it's a great way to separate yeah. yourself. It is. <laughs> good, good isolation process. Yeah, it works fantastic. Uh, yeah. if, that's your, if that's your goal. <laughs> well, uh, my therapist and, and who I work for, John Kelly, who we speak often on the show, and uh, he's, he's um, an addiction therapist. And when I was seeing him, he, he would say, Eddie, he said, when you get home from work, 
take off your work clothes. Don't eat dinner in them. Don't do chores in them. Don't do whatever. Whatever, even if it's suit and tie, whatever your work clothes are, take them off and and detach from your right. job because that's still connecting that's you to point. your job. Good so point. take them off and go relax and do something when you get home from work. Yeah. Um, also, eating lunch, taking time, yes. taking an hour lunch break. Just yes. E- e- we can even just take an hour lunch break and just even if it's by yourself. If we, we, I'm on the road a lot. I, I a lot of, most of the time I'll find a Chipotle and uh, I'll. I'll get a bowl and i'll be eating while i'm driving getting to the yeah. next meeting but um but a lot of times i will take not maybe not an hour but i'll sit there and i'll just kind of detach from everything and and, and eat, eat a little lunch you know and eating healthy too so one thing, oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. one thing i used to do to your point actually is i used to try to get as much done in one day as i could so if i had a meeting and I had a, an hour break between the meeting, I'd schedule the phone call in between the meeting. And then if I had the meeting and I had a half hour, well, that's where I would write my notes. And I, I don't know where I heard this, it was recently, and someone said, take, I, it, was, it was actually one of the YouTube videos on the astrology guy. He said, in between your sessions, meetings, phone calls, whatever, make sure you're giving yourself 30 minutes to decompress. Mm-hmm. I never realized that I right. needed it until I, until I was burning myself out. And by the end of the day, I'm like, I can't even think straight. I, I, can't even open this laptop mm-hmm. and even look at these emails mm-hmm. and now that i give myself the 30 minutes of just silence or just to do what i need to do to recharge it's really made a huge difference mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. well you know what nowadays with all the electronics and everything um we have a, electronic uh, uh notes and everything in, in the field and i know our therapists um you know it has to be in the in in the notes um, you know, after they get to see somebody, they're running right to the computer because they they have to make sure they remember what the therapist, what right. the what the, what happened in their. Um, and this goes for everybody, not just Genesis House, but they have to remember what they wrote, or, or you know, or you know, so back to back clients become you know fifty minutes, but then you got ten minutes to write all the notes, and you go to the next one, right. and that's a lot of talking. I mean, or a lot, not even talking, just a lot of listening to a lot of problems. You know, mm-hmm. hour after hour after hour, and and then then you got to transcribe it into the computer and in notes and relive everything that they just spoke about and it, it gets hectic so somehow some way we really do have to find a take find a way to take a break and uh you know hopefully we can kind of give some ideas here yeah my youngest daughter um she, she's 26 she's uh, very very educated uh very full of energy uh, exercise healthy uh, clean eating everything she does she's a vegan you know uh has been for several years but she taught me a breathing exercise, which I know when I hear people, I used to tell people about anxiety, how to breathe. And, you know, I wasn't really paying attention, but for three minutes, <laughs> just a three minute exercise is so good for me. And it's just it's perfect. But try to find three minutes. Try to do it for three minutes. And honestly, you'll be so I'm always so distracted. So I really have to walk outside away from my phone, go someplace that's tranquil, mm-hmm. close my eyes and just breathe mm-hmm. and the, the method she taught me. And I got to tell you, it, it has been so helpful. Um, it's given me more energy. It's given me a clearer head. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Try to, three minutes, yeah. trying to find time. It, well, it's, it's, it's very difficult. Yeah. Well, Podfather, just what you said, walk away from my phone. Our phones are so attached to us. We don't, you know, years ago, it was at a desk. <laughs> years right. ago, it was right. at, <laughs> sweet just laughing sweet, I'm in there. the background yeah, playing on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Get off the phone, sweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always catch him on the phone over there. But, you know, <laughs> the only way to make a phone call was I remember years ago when I started this business, I would make a bunch of phone calls in the morning and then go out and see all my people. And then my my answering machine would be filled up, during, you know, when I, when I got back. And then I would, you know, return the phone calls. Right. 
and um, and that's how it worked. But now you're constantly on the phone. You, right. you can't walk away from your phone. Right First of all, your phone is your life, number one. I don't care how old or how young you are. Your phone is your life. Mm. And, that's uh, gross, know, by the way. Just, just <laughs> really for anyone gross. that was listening, just take a second. Say that one more time. Right. Your phone is your life? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me your phone. No. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I think also. I like my life. <laughs> I like I, my fucked up life. Yeah. I, I think if you have a type A personality, which I'm sure we all fit into that category, and A doesn't necessarily mean A like A plus like you're a good boy or a good girl you're, you're doing well it's oh, just the type damn. of personality you have a lot of energy you, you, you risk you'll take a risk you, you know you'll, you'll go the extra you mile push, push the envelope it's just too much sometimes and you know for me I don't like to disappoint people because mm -hmm. if they're disappointed I'm disappointed mm -hmm. but sometimes I perceive I'm disappointing people when in fact they could give two mm -hmm. shit they're not even thinking of what I'm thinking mm -hmm. about so I, I, I have to almost tell myself that mm -hmm. on a regular basis you know mm -hmm. it's like learn it yep and then i forget it learn it again yep but anyway i, I just think that has a lot to do with it oh too. Yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. but um you know, it, it's just, it's just, just you know, we're, we're going to sit here and talk about it, and then we're all going to go hang, you know, show's going to be over, I'll sign off, say sober, and then we're yeah. all going to look at our phones. <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> just, let's just be clear that we are starting a conversation about self-care. That's right. There, there's no way that at the end of the show you're going to know how to do self-care. Exactly. Like, we're yeah. just highlighting an issue that Give us exists. the disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, the, well, I mean, the disclaimer is, I mean, it's self-care is, is, is vigilance. I mean, I'm, I'm in recovery, you know what I mean? If, if we're all in recovery. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I have to be vigilant with my recovery. You know, I have to make sure that I don't lose sight of what it took to get me to where I am today. And if I do or if I stop, then I'm at risk, mm -hmm. you know, and the same is said for self-care. Like I can have six months of good self-care and six months where I didn't mm -hmm. do so good. And yeah. it's about reflection. It's about looking back and being like, damn, I just was not in a good place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wasn't available for the people that needed me or I have to count on actually external influences, people from outside mm -hmm. of my little bubble mm -hmm. you know to come in and be like hey are you okay <laughs> you know like you are right because as professionals we put a lot on our shoulders like you were just saying mike the uh, podfather you know you were talking about the uh, uh how we feel about other people being disappointed in right. us mm -hmm. and that like we perceive that we're supposed to be yeah you know we're supposed to be able to take on more than the average person right. you know a superhero's right. amount of weight on our shoulders yes. and that even when it hurts yep. you just you just hold it up right yep. and uh you know i think that's that's the professional in you is trying to trying to be that person exactly. for someone yeah. else and yeah. it's really hard i remember um i was at a uh, a professional weekend at foxwoods <laughs> there you <laughs> Good go <time. laughs> and uh, uh, an addiction over, recovery over stimulated yeah. professional uh, weekend at foxwoods <laughs> and and they had a um a morning aa meeting you mm -hmm. know so we all got together in this big conference room and there was like 40 people and we went around the room, and the way they did it was that they picked a word. And everyone everyone went around the room and picked a word, and the word that came up that everybody agreed on was vulnerability. Mm. <clears throat> and, you know, it was a room full of professionals, and, you know, I don't know how you guys feel about vulner vulnerability, or at least saying the word, like, I can't. <laughs> um, but what does it mean? Vulnerability <laughs> is extremely difficult when your job is to not be vulnerable all day. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, when your job is to be the rock for everybody yeah. else, when your yeah. job is to... You know, sit in a room with someone telling you about something tragic and traumatic mm -hmm. and hold face, you know, and not look like you just heard that for the first mm -hmm. time. You yes. know, when mm -hmm. someone's like, oh, you know, I, I killed someone. And you're mm -hmm. like, mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, I get that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and, and, and you got to be that person. Like, you don't get to be vulnerable in that moment mm -hmm. and be like, that's insane. Yeah. I can't believe that. You know, you got to yeah. do some professionalism. Yeah. So almost like a first responder, really. Well, that's, that's, that's where that's I was going we with might it, be. That, right. You know, we're, we're, we're almost like a first responder. We're on responder. the front lines, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, have a, uh, I have a pretty good story that goes with that. Uh, so a woman's dying of cancer and she's wearing a turban. And 
and she's pale and she comes in with her 16 year old son and he's pissed at her because she's dying and they're sitting in front of me and I had started seeing him for his behavior three months into it she finds out she has less than six months to live um, anyway they're sitting in front of me and she says to him why we'll call him Aaron Aaron why are you so angry and he starts crying and says because you're dying mm. well Guess who starts crying? Mm. Mike Miles. Mm -hmm. yeah. I am like friggin' like a sieve. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know whether I was overloaded. Mm -hmm. It just touched me. Uh, my mother had died recently. I don't know what it was, but I just... It was it was so bad. They're both comforting me, yeah. and it's all right. And the kid, he's sixteen. He's like, Mister Miles, it's 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 all oh, right, you know. Man. I could I lost yeah. it, and I was so humiliated, so embarrassed, you know. And I called my For being human, my, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. And I called my yeah. therapist, and I said I just blew it. I was so pissed at myself. Yeah. And she said, Are you kidding me? Yeah. She said that. That you're human. Good yeah. for you. I'm glad yeah. you cried. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Definitely. because I just couldn't keep it together. Yeah. I mean, I did bring myself back together, and we we finished the session. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you, and, and the woman ended up dying. She lived an extra five years. God bless. But mm. I'm just saying that to me was like I felt like I had just thrown my whole practice mm -hmm. right out the window. Yeah. You know? right. yeah. But but you're a human being, yeah. just yeah. like Sweet said. Right. You know, the last show we just did with Eric uh, Oliveri, mm -hmm. um, I started choking up. Yeah. And he put his arm around me. Yeah. And that got that also that that was another thing that got to me. Here's a tough fucking corrections officer probably kicking ass and and he's comforting me because of something that was just kind of hit a chord. Right. I mean, right. you know, and and it, it's you know even these tough guys are, are you know we all help out. We we That's may right. be tough That's on right. the exterior, right. but we're all you know most of us are soft and caring and compassionate in, inside. True. You know, yeah. true. And, and, and you know, and humor goes a long way because when Eric left, I walked out with him. He goes, "That fucking Ed's a pussy." <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, he really is. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that guy. He's uh, such a great uh, guy. You know what? What a great guest, honestly. Yeah, that, yeah. They, what, and he is. He's a rough and tumble kid. You can tell. Yeah. We're know? all just lobsters, man. Yeah, Hard yeah. shells, soft mm -hmm. and squishy. That's it. That's it. Exactly. See, here's the thing, too, though, in the field. I feel like, especially as in, in, in school, in the master's program and now in the society program, it's like this big thing about self-disclosure. And I blow it out the window. I blow mm -hmm. the facade of the tough Good exterior and the self-disclosure right yeah. out the window. Me My too. story is public, and yeah. it is the reason why you. I right. am able to do the work that right. I do in the way that I do it. Yeah. I cry regularly with my clients, and I mean bawling. Mm -hmm. Um, and I used to resist that and I used to feel like that was right. them seeing me in a period of weakness that they then feel felt mm -hmm. like they needed right. to, yeah. to comfort me and that's not their job and sometimes that does happen yeah. and that's why self-disclosure is a little tricky because sometimes people with some dependency traits are mm -hmm. going to see you in need of them nurturing you yeah, and then right. now you've shifted the roles. Yeah. However, when you get really clear about how you can bring that vulnerability into the room. Um, it's a, an incredibly mm -hmm. powerful tool. Brene oh, Brown absolutely. talks about it a lot. She's a PhD researcher on shame and vulnerability, and, and um, I think it's just an incredibly important well, conversation yeah. we have. We gotta get we gotta get comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah. Great well, it, all, it all opens up, and even in in the same in all the situation we just talked about, it opens up to the client, lets them know that we are real too. Yeah. Right, right. You know, you're not talking to a robot. I just don't take notes, and I do have some compassion for you. I just don't shake my head because what you said, or mm -hmm. you know, I, I I do have some compassion, and I've been there, and I know understand what you're saying. Absolutely. Um, I think that I think that goes a long way. Also, it certainly know? does. Yeah. Hey, it's been a great podcast. I don't know how you guys feel, but I. Saw Sure. They thought it was good. Yeah, that was great. It's gone yeah. by quickly. It does. It goes and by quick. The good, yeah. the good ones do. The they good do. ones yeah. do. <laughs> yes, yes. But um, 
We'll be seeing you again, Megan. Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to join us? Or can't what's, get rid of you guys. I'm here. I'm here if you want me. Look for Megan in the upcoming shows then, I guess. Friends and Recovery Podcast. Stay sober, everybody. That concludes this episode of Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast. Thanks to Genesis House for supporting those on the path to recovery and for keeping this valuable resource free for our Friends in Recovery community. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates. If you're interested in becoming a guest on the show, email us at help at friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. If you can't get enough of Mike the Podfather and Jersey Ed, you can catch them on Answering the Call, the First Responder Podcast, available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube. 